All right. Welcome everyone to the Reignite Your Passion podcast. Here is Andrea and today our guest is Mirika Gavet. Hello, Mirika. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. How are you today? I'm good. I'm actually feeling really confident and just full of love. What about you? Hmm. Amazing. I- I'm f- I'm feeling I just woke up, so I'm feeling confident, yes, <laughs> ready for the day. And yes, why not? Full of love, too. <laughs> Let's see how they hopeful, hopeful. There's going to be a beautiful sunny day here in Greece. Um, what about you? Where are you based? So I'm in Australia and I'm in Sydney. And yeah, it's been hot today. The weather has been, yeah, really nice, actually. Nice. Okay, so let's start with a little bit of background of yourself. Um, give me a little bit of history of who you are, whatever you can share and you want to share. Yeah, okay, cool. So I grew up in a toxic home, like there was a lot of domestic violence, there was a lot of manipulation and lies and betrayal and just all of that, all of that stuff. Um, and then I was bullied in high school I for years for years was bullied in high school my mom moved back to Japan so I was with my dad and my sister so it was a single parent low-income family um, my dad remarried it was hell <laughs> it was so bad mm. uh, I've been with my high school sweetheart we're married now since I was about 15 so I'm 32 now uh, overcame infidelity and now because I've been through a lot like I've been in youth housing wow. like <laughs> I've been through it all but now I am a mom of three beautiful babies I am so happy I'm so just loving life and loving myself and just so peace at peace and so free what gives you peace is forgiveness I had to, I sat in forgiveness. So I've done a lot of programs. I've been in a lot of programs. I've had a lot of mentors. And every time I worked with someone, I felt more myself, but I continued to feel like a black ball. It was just here. I could, I could see it. And it was like this black ball. Every time I worked with someone, it got a bit smaller, but I could never get rid of it. And I was always yeah. thinking, why? Like, what is that? Why can I, I'm doing the work. I'm doing all the things that I need to, but it's still there. And so I sat in forgiveness for a whole year for myself, for everyone in my life that I could think of, anyone that I could think of, even little things. If someone cut me off while I was driving to being bullied to, you know, my dad kicking me out of the house to my mom leaving, like all the things, right? Little to big things that really impacted me and caused me trauma. And I've sat in forgiveness for a whole year for everyone and everything. And literally when I remember when I crossed off the last person, which was myself, and I went through the forgiveness, I just felt such peace and liberation rush over me. And I just thought, what? I've never felt that before. And immediately that, that black ball disappeared and it was just so peaceful. I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is 
how we're meant to be living. <laughs> this is <Yes>. amazing. <laughs> I asked you about it because um, I was very excited about this interview because you mentioned about forgiveness. And forgiveness mm -hmm. for me is a huge topic, hot topic. It sets you free. Could you expand on the concept of forgiveness? The one that for you, you think it's really the one that heals. <laughs> Even I used to be like, I forgive that person, but I'd still gossip about them or I'd still like <laughs> hate them or I'd still feel yes. so much anger towards them. Yeah. I'm like, but I forgive them, but I hate them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. A lot of people think that is forgiveness, but it's not. What forgiveness is, is actually letting go of the anger and resentment that you hold towards someone or a situation. So there have been lots of people that I've, that have done me wrong, that I felt have really hurt me, especially my parents. And so with my dad, like I hated him, hated him. I told mm -hmm. everyone that he died. Like I was, I was like, he's dead. Like he's, and my husband's like, he lives 20 minutes from us. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> this was before we were married. But yeah. when I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm telling people he died. He's like, stop it. And I was like, I hate him. But I, when I sat in forgiveness for him, like true forgiveness is not having any ill feelings. I have no negative feelings for him anymore. And we've actually started to have a relationship based on, you know, my boundaries and my terms. But he's still the same. He's still the same man. He still says all the same things. But I just have so much compassion for him now. And I just really try to understand why he doesn't says the things he doesn't says. And also I know he's doing the best he can because if he knew better, he would do better. Right. Mm -hmm. So right. true That's forgiveness right. is just for me is allowing people to be how they are. Not let, not saying, you know, if you treat me like crap, then that's okay. It's not okay. But you set your boundaries. Right. Yes. But it's, no longer having any negative feelings or you no longer suffering at the expense of someone else. You probably doesn't even know what's going on. Who doesn't even care? Yes. Yes. It's a sort of acceptance of who they are, but yeah, with boundaries, you know, it's not that they can walk over you or somehow whatever yeah. they want. Yeah, exactly. Um, who or what was really hard to forgive in your life? I think the hardest person is probably myself, if I'm being very honest. Because we are, we criticize ourselves so much and we judge ourselves so much. And we do things, you know, when we're younger that we're not proud of or that we're shameful about or we hold guilt, guilt about. And so, I've done a lot of things that I look back on and was horrified. I'm like, I can't believe I did that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah. for me, me, it was forgiving me that, which was the hardest thing to do. This one is for my own curiosity. How did you forgive infidelity? Mm. That is a tricky one for me. Yeah, it's, it's it's tricky, right? It's a tricky, it's tricky for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, I researched so much when it happened to me. I was about when I found out I was about, I think six or eight weeks pregnant with my third baby, and 
like he told me what happened and I just I was horrified I was mortified I was like I can't believe like you know going through all the emotions I was like how dare you like you're scum <laughs> all <of> those things <laughs> but I really researched everything I could find about infidelity why men do this and I eventually came across a TED talk I don't remember her name but I'll when I'll find it and I'll send it to you and one of the things that she said was yes you know it's not your fault when that happens but can you at least take one percent ownership of that happening Mm. and I was like (laughs) I was like take ownership no like (laughs) I did nothing wrong (laughs) right but I really started to look at how I was neglecting my husband since becoming a mother. Mm-hmm. I didn't dress the same. You know, I was always in like tights and vomit t-shirts. <laughs> my hair was always in a bun. Wow. I just, my focus was my babies and that was it. Like I didn't care, right. to be honest, I didn't care about anything else. And so I wasn't fun. I wasn't sexy. I wasn't a confident woman. I wasn't, um, paying attention to him or giving him anything really and so that, that I take ownership of that and I was like you know what as much as this hurts and as much as this actually sucks I can see how I brought that in or how I called that in right and also one of the biggest things in this work is cycles repeat like my dad was was like that he cheated on my mom or his girlfriends that I ever knew And so I never really healed that part of our story. And so that continued into my life as well. But yeah, I had to really take ownership of the part I played. And I had to decide whether or not I was going to stay with him or try again. Because there's no point in being like half foot in, half foot out, because you'll drive yourself crazy. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and give everything that I can. And if it doesn't work out, at least I can say I gave it my all and it didn't work out and it's all good. Nice. <laughs> Very structured, guys. So <laughs> pen and paper. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that uh, and be so open about it. What is passion for you? Oh, passion. It's something that really just sets my soul on fire. It just really excites me. and. You know, and I know this might sound cliche, but you know how people say, you know, find what you love doing. And if you can do it for free, like, you know, that's your passion. That is honestly the truth for me. Like for me, I support women in forgiveness and moving forward um, to unlock their potential of, you know, joy and happiness. And I could do that every day, all day for free. Like that really just lights me up. That really just overfills my cup of love and that to me is passion nice but it's not free right definitely not free (laughs) 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 what's your definition of passion ah i close my eyes i see heat i see fire unlimited energy Mm. doing what i love doing with the people i love where i love it appreciative or whatever I see and mm. um, yes I see a lot of energy in that yeah, yeah beautiful yeah if passion was an animal mm. what would that be for you 
That's a tricky one because I feel there's like a combination of animals, but I feel like the person that came to my mind was a cheetah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Fast one. Yeah. What about you? Passion um, was an animal would be probably a tiger. The first thing that comes to my mind as a passion tiger, yes. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Tell me about the moment in the past where you felt real passion. Oh, where I felt real passion. You know what? I know it might sound a bit strange, but when I gave birth to my babies, Mm. (laughs) I felt, yeah, I just felt so strong like I felt so like it was a rebirth every time you give birth it's a rebirth of of you you know you're you're dying your old self is dying and you're rebirthing and so every time I gave birth to my babies especially the last one the Mm. last one I just felt such passion it was my husband and I and we had our midwife and I just remember saying to him at one stage I was like I can't do this like I don't want to do this anymore and he was like, no, you've got this. You're so strong. Like, look how far you've come. And I just remember in that moment, I felt a lot of passion, like for him. <laughs> mm. I was like, you sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> but when I gave birth, when my baby was actually like, you know, I was in, baby was coming out. I just felt, I felt like I was on fire. Like my heart was on fire. My soul was on fire. Like my whole being was on fire. Like wow. the energy was just insane was more about what he said, the sexy man, or was oh, about yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we all take notes here again. Huh? What are you, okay, you probably mentioned already that your passion is about helping women reclaiming, you know, their identity, step into confidence through healing trauma, through forgiveness, mm-hmm. okay? About reclaiming their identity. What kind of identity we are talking about? I'm such a big believer in you can rewrite your story, right? You can rewrite your identity and especially, you know, with our conditioning and this is for men as well, like your conditioning and upbringing, you really start to, a lot of people I know and work with, you start to detach from yourself because you know, you don't align with the stories and beliefs that you have in your subconscious compared to what you believe consciously right there's always a gap unless you start to do the work and do the healing and so with all my clients I work with redefining and rewriting their identity because a lot of us are so lost like a lot of people are Mm. so lost and they want to be they want to like example step into confidence and be this confident person and have a life they love but it's not happening for them because of the stories they're playing in their mind so what I really focus on is rewriting you know doing trauma work and healing and but also what do you actually want like who are you at your core like who do you truly believe you are right and then move on from there and then do like all the steps that they need to do to really allow that person to shine that woman or man to shine you mentioned also confidence what's confidence for women specifically confidence for women and you know what, like I, again, like I'm currently running a six week program called Embodying Confidence and I've gotten every woman to rewrite what confidence means to them, 
right? Mm-hmm. Because it looks different for everyone. Yes, they have like a dictionary version, but what does it actually mean for you? For me, it's someone who doesn't care what anyone says or thinks, right? Mm. I can live fully expressed. I can be all of me. And if someone says something, I'm like, nah, what's, are you okay? Like, do you want to, do you need a coach? <laughs> do you need some support? <laughs> right? And yeah. who just loves life and loves people. And for me, yeah, that's confidence for me. It's just loving life and loving people and, you know, being just a light, you know, whether mm. people like it or not, I don't really care, but just really in supporting people, you know, that for me is someone confident. One of my clients said for her confidence is someone who no longer has anxiety. Right. So it really is just so different for everyone. But again, if it's what do you believe confidence is and what, like, again, like what the identity, like I think, I feel like they mesh so well and they link together so well, because when you really know the kind of person that you want to be, then you can be like, well, that person is a confident person. Mm. Specifically for women and in in general, uh, what a woman should focus on to maintain that level of confidence? Really just tuning into her body, Mm. right? Not too much in her mind, just really trying to tune into her body. And one of the things that really supports me and my clients is when you wake up and because I never used to do this and most people don't do this, but when I, when we wake up, like it might sound a bit, <laughs> I don't know if I can say this on your, on your podcast. <laughs> a couple of things is just when you wake up, really just scan your body, right? Do a scan of your body. See if there's any tension and like, what, what, what is it trying to say to you? Like, what does it need to hear? And then put your hand on your vagina and just be like, good morning. (laughs) How are you going, babe? Like really, you know, appreciating your body and really just connecting back to that space for women, especially because it's so powerful. Like women are so powerful and most of the women out there don't know it. Right. And there is such, I guess, a stigma on your private parts or your vagina or your penis or whatever you want to call it. Right. Right really like reconnecting to all parts of your body and loving it. So that's one of the things that I really encourage women to do, you know, first thing in the morning, starting your day with reconnecting to yourself and just being comfortable with all parts of you. Right. I mean, I mean, it's so important to really reconnect with the body and say, hi, hi, piece of me. Hi, 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 vagina. What's up? You know, you know, and let's go and get him. I mean, like, but really, (laughs) but really, like, really get into their own body. So once you appreciate more and more your body, I guess it's easier to appreciate life, appreciate yourself, appreciate what you're doing, right? Um, Yeah, once you really own it, all in who you are, that's, yeah, that's real confidence. And start with, waking up and say yeah well thank you thank you for working for me i mean like (laughs) it's a miracle at the end yeah 100 percent. especially for women who give like who have babies right who give birth i get them to stand in the mirror naked and just really appreciate because it's hard you know when you have babies your body completely changes but doesn't mean you cannot love it right and a lot of Mm. women have Um, body image issues right from when they were younger and so really standing 
and you don't have to have like have given birth but just standing in the mirror and looking at your body and just being like you know what you do so much for me you do so much and just start to appreciate and again like hug yourself touch your boobs whatever touch your bum touch your legs and just try to take a moment and be like oh my gosh I'm so grateful that I have all my limbs like I have all my pieces and this is amazing like every every part of you plays and services you know serves you in some sort of way I'm not a woman, but uh, but definitely <laughs> I will try that. I will try that. Um, yeah, just a little bit more in the morning as well. I remember once I've read something that was explaining about love and loving yourself and thinking about, okay, the love that you wanted from somebody else, can you give it to you? What do you really want it? And how would you manifest it on you? And I was like, what I really wanted back then was like, just not even sex at the end. I, it was just a little bit of hug, like real touch. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. <laughs> wow, actually feels good. It really works. It really works. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Ultimately, what Im- impact can a confident woman create in the world? Mm. For me, it's, and I say this to all my clients as well, is we work on ourselves so we can change the collective, right? Mm-hmm. So we can change it because currently there's so much fear in the world. You speak right. to so many people and everyone's like, I don't want to go outside or I can't touch this person or whatever. There's so much fear. And so when you work on yourself, a confident woman really raises the vibration, right? And we do that individually for, for the collective to change nice. it from fear to love. And so a confident woman, really the impact is just working on herself. So she is the best version of herself because everyone she meets is affected by that. Everyone she meets is like, oh my gosh, like I want some of that. What is that? Right. 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 Your, your partner benefits, your children benefit your friends and family benefit, everyone you meet benefits. Like I've met people who randomly come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I don't know you, but there's something about you. And I'm like, confidence. It really is just about raising the collective, just making sure that humanity is good. Because it's felt, it's felt. It's not mm-hmm. something you see. It's just okay. felt, yeah. Mm-hmm. What impact do you want to have in the world? I really just want to help women know how powerful they are and allow them to shine without feeling mm. guilt and shame and create or raise the next generation of truth seekers and children who are so confident in who they are that if someone says something or if, you know, a virus comes out or whatever it is, they are like, they start to think about it, you know, they start to think and then they don't live in fear. They really just live from a space of love, no matter what happens, no matter what challenges come, they just continue to live from love. That is what I really want to leave behind is just serving so many women so they can raise children who are just in love with themselves and life. Mm. 
Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what are the five things you are grateful for? Oh, five things. So, the five things that I'm grateful for currently is the moon. I don't know why it came to me, but I love them, the moon. <laughs> My babies, of course, just mm. their character. They are so fully expressed. <laughs> But sometimes I'm like, hmm, yep, <laughs> those are the kids I'm raising. I'm really grateful for my husband because he is so supportive of me in every endeavor that I do. I am grateful for my village of women that I've created around me who love me mm. and my children. And I'm really just so appreciative of how far I've come and my mm. accomplishment because. I could have gone the other way. I could have continued to be depressed or have anxiety or hate myself, but I chose not to suffer anymore. I, I, I chose to break the cycles from my family and really live life. Simply <laughs> live life. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Love it. Wait, what about you? What are you grateful for? The sun. Um, I'm grateful for the place where I'm living now um, Greece and then you know my my also my apartment I love it it's just a few minutes from the sea is on a hill so yeah it's really it's really special the vibes are beautiful the neighbors the friends that I have around here that always always um, really uh, supportive um actually yeah. it looks like it's the same things like i mean like i i, I don't want to copy you all right but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really like who i am and the cho- uh, the choices i've made yes of course also the bad ones because i can see looking back the dots are just connecting and uh, I'm really, really, really grateful for the energy that I have. And maybe it's because, you know, it's something that you cultivate. It's not something that you're born with most of the time, okay? So I'm grateful for that, for the person that I became. Thank to me first, yes. All right. It was an amazing conversation because I love this kind of topics. and. Uh, and I love also the idea of bringing up the goddesses just so that we have a good balance. So a healthy goddess and a healthy god come together, dance, and unify once again. Thank you for doing that work. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that work. And thank you for awakening more and more beautiful souls. And um, so where can people find you? So the best place would probably be Instagram. So it's Mirika K, M-I-R-I-K-A-K-A-Y. Just DM me because I'm so friendly. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so just Instagram. Okay, we'll we'll put anyway the link down below and then below the episode and then people can uh, can find you and hopefully also work with you and and see how it goes. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for being here and sharing with complete honesty uh, your life 
and your work and your service. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Grazie. Ciao, ciao.